All right, hello everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend, uh, Dr. Monique is back with us and she is one of your favorites. And she's come back to talk about an ancestral story clearing, family secrets, generational wounds and karmic stories. <laughs> Lots of fun stuff. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about you know the cultural trauma, the family secrets, karmic stories that affect you and your family. We're gonna talk about and identify the known and unknown stories hidden in your family lineage. We're gonna learn how to do that. We're gonna talk about your ancestors' wounds and traumas that may be causing feelings of fear, unworthiness, low self-esteem, and guilt. And we're going to invite, we're gonna learn how to invite your ancestors to help you clear karmic stories from your lineage. Um, and ancestral story clearing can help your relationships increase abundance and help you fulfill your soul's purpose. And we're gonna learn how your ancestors can support you with living your soul's purpose. So all that and more, we're gonna be taking live color questions, Oh my goodness, <laughs> the questions for Dr. Monique, we always have so many. And Dr. Monique always shares wonderful processes, uh, techniques, tools, et cetera, during the show as well. So please, please, please pay attention. So for those of you who don't know Dr. Monique, she is the ancestor griot and creator of Ancestral Story Clearing. And she channels the stories of your ancestors for guidance and generational trauma healing, clearing the path for joyfully living your soul's purpose. And Dr. Monique's devotion to the ancestors comes from her training with her ancestors, both in physical and spirit form, her doctorate in metaphysical counseling, mentoring from the spiritual teachers worldwide, and two decades of implementing the teachers, uh, the teachings of ancestor reverence in her own life. So I'm so glad that you're here, that you're back with us. Um, again, Dr. Monique, we always have so much fun and people have wonderful questions. There's always so many questions. <laughs> So I'm so glad that you're here and that we're talking about, you know, um, like today, what we're talking about specifically are family secrets, generational wounds and karmic stories. And I know yesterday or day before yesterday was All Saints Day and before that was Halloween. And it's a really, you know, heavy duty time for anything to do with spirit. So we'll talk about that, I'm sure. So Dr. Ne Dr. Monique, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me back. Your show is one that I love to come to because we have so many great people that participate. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So where do you want to start today? We always have like, like we always talk about so many different things, but where do you want to start today? Let's start with um, let's just start with what ancestral story clearing is. Mm -hmm. And then let's move into why we need to do it. So the ancestral story clearing is a system that I created. It's both, you know, a process and a skill. So that's why I call it a system that I created to help people, one, clear their family karmic stories. So those stories are generational wounds, cultural traumas, those hidden secrets that we oftentimes have in families. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Those wounds and those experiences, those stories that are carried from generation to generation are embedded in our DNA. And what happens to us is that we carry these stories and then when something happens in our lives, it creates an even deeper traumatic, traumatic experience for us because we're holding on to these burdens that are passed down from generation to generation. Ancestral story clearing, 
first allows us to release those generational burdens, Mm -hmm. clear them up, clear them out. Then the next step that we do is we claim the ancestral blessings because I tell people all the time, we have, you know, yeah, we have these wounds from the ancestors and so many healers, particularly ancestral healers focus on those wounds, but we also have these powerful ancestors. If you're a healer, there are probably healing ancestors in your family lineage that you can pull from to really accelerate and intensify your healing practice. If you're a business owner of any kind, there are ancestors in your lineage that were probably business owners. So anything that we want to create in our lives right now, we have ancestors that already either did it, wanted to do it, had information about it, and we can pull from their resources to help us gain greater success. So we clear the stories, we claim the blessings, and once we do that, we now have a clearer head. We now are more at peace. We now have a greater level of happiness and all of that fuels success for us. So when my clients come to me in the Ancestral Story Clearing um, program, what they do is we clear those burdens, we claim those blessings, and then we identify what do you want to do now with your purpose? Because through all of this, your purpose becomes clearer too. So I ask them, what what do you want to do now? And most of my clients have some sort of legacy that they want to leave. So a part of the ancestral story clearing system is to look at what is that legacy? What is it that you want to create in your life? And let's get on to the business of creating it. It can be something really big. It might be something as small as, you know, you want to just clear these stories for your family so that they don't continue from generation to generation to generation. Or it can be as big as my client who built a library in her village in Africa, or it could be one of my clients who is building a retreat center on her property, one that is writing a series of books about her life, another who is writing a book to pass down to her descendants so that they know about their family history. So there are many ways that people create their legacy and a part of the ancestral story clearing process is to really take a deep look at that and begin working on it. So that's ancestral story clearing. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And there's so much involved in ancestral story clearing. It's not, it's, you know, you know, part of what you touched on, but it's also about getting to know your heritage, getting to know your history and, you know, learning some of those lessons and understanding that a lot of the stuff that we went through, like you said, it's in our DNA, but sometimes that can give us a little bit of like, okay, it's not my fault, you know, kind of feeling, right? It can be a bit empowering and kind of Absolutely. take you like, okay, get you off the hook a little bit, right? Because yes. It's not your fault, right? It came from right. somewhere. And then once you're able to heal it, clear it, then you can move forward with more ease and grace. And what I commonly hear from people is, I don't know why this is really bothering me. Why should this be really bothering me? You know, like they have something that will come up. And what they don't realize that the reason why there's so much intensity behind whatever problem they're dealing with is because of these ancestral wounds. Mm -hmm. And once they understand that the wounds are what are creating and um, intensifying this experience, then they feel like, oh, wow, this isn't all just me. Just like you said, 
it isn't just me. I am, you know, there's an, another part of this. I'm not completely responsible. Now, of course, we're responsible with what we do from here and the choices that we make, but we're not responsible for creating the situation necessarily. And so that you're right. Having that experience of understanding what those wounds are in your family really helps you to understand why you're experiencing some of the things that you're experiencing. And then you can step back and say, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so this was part of my ancestral um, lineage. Now what I need to do is clear it so that I don't have to continue to relive it. And like you said, you know, really learning about your family. Some people have family members that they can go to, they can talk to. So if you have that and you have elders in your family, now is the time to have those conversations because you want to gain information about your family. It can be very empowering Mm -hmm. to know about your family, not just from the perspective of the wounds, but to know their stories, to know where their power was, right? To know what they created and what they did and how they overcame situations. So if you have that connection, the book that we have right here, and I've shared that before, I keep that there because it is a constant reminder of this beautiful gift that my mother and my aunt gave to our family filled with family stories. And fortunately, they interviewed a number of our family members to get those stories. And a large percentage of those family members are now deceased. Mm-hmm. My 96-year-old grandmother, I mean, not grandmother, excuse me, aunt, recently passed away and she has stories that she included in the book and those stories are very empowering so one is to interview family members if you have family members that you can interview the other thing about understanding and studying your um, lineage is to uh, understand the culture you know where where did your family members originate from what was the culture what was what were the traditions and the experiences what was time like in over the generations in that particular area of the world? There you will be able to determine where there are possibly some stories in your family and you're learning about your history. And you know, these hidden stories that I talked about are often cultural stories, cultural experiences that your ancestors had. So understanding the culture and the environment in the times in which many of your ancestors lived is extremely important. For some in their culture, women didn't have a voice and women may not still not have a voice in their culture or it may not be quite like it was, you know, 60, 70, 80, 100, 200 years ago, but maybe they didn't have a voice those ancestors can be really powerful, particularly those women who were in that experience because now they can live that voice through you. They can share their wisdom that they were never able to release and share in the world. They can now share it. Maybe being a healer, you know, was just something that was unheard of. You know, you you would be killed if you shared that um, gift with the world. Well, guess what? Now those ancestors are ready to share with you all of the gifts and the information that they have inside of them 
and help you become even better at what you now are able to express more in the world. And then there's also the question that many people ask, well, what if I don't know my family members? Once again, understanding the culture, understanding where your family may have originated from is very helpful. If you've been adopted or you were raised in a foster home, then what happens there is you actually get to take on the energy of those people who raised you and took care of you. And for some, that can be an extremely positive experience and for others, it isn't. So there are wounds and there are blessings in those situations as well. So you're taking on that. And if you know any information, you know, oftentimes people in those situations will have a little information about their family members, then, you know, take that information and you'll be able to look at that and analyze that to determine where some of the karmic stories are as well. Wonderful. Thank you. And, you know, and that's the thing, there's so many aspects of the ancestral family, right? And it's, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the adoptive parents uh, family and the biological family, <clears throat> but it's also, uh, it's not just our biological or, or adoptive family that, that are considered ancestors. It's also historical figures or, or people that you admire that have maybe passed on, right? Yes, absolutely. I encourage everyone to identify at least two or three figures in history that are now ancestors that inspire you and understand what their gifts were and what maybe some of their challenges were in expressing those gifts and then connecting with them. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but, in, but placing something about them on your altar. Uh, one of my cousins is a gifted, gifted artist and she created a painting of John Lewis, which is someone that I just have a tremendous amount of respect for she created this beautiful painting of him for me and surprised me and sent it in the mail. And now that painting is actually on my altar. Mm -hmm. And so including information on your altar from those people who inspired you, let's say you want to write a book, then one of the great ways to really get in that energy is by really acknowledging one of the great writers that inspires you that may now be an ancestor, inviting them in to support you with writing, with your writing project. And you can do that by just saying, please come and work with me, support me. And you can do that by adding information about them on your altar. It may be one of their books. It may be a photo. Maybe you got an autograph at some point. Maybe you have, you know, a story that they wrote that you'd want to include, or maybe you just write their name on a card and place it on your altar. However you want to do it, that is one of the great ways to bring in that wisdom and guidance from that particular ancestor. And then, of course, we have business ancestors. We have ancestors that are healing ancestors that are not necessarily a part of our lineage. So there are a number of ancestors that you can pull from to support you in really creating what you want to create in your life. Beautiful. And I love that you said, 
there's so many ways to include different ancestors. You don't have, to, it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as just writing their name on a card and putting it on, on the altar. It could be as simple as, you know, like you said, a book or whatever it happens to be, but it doesn't have to be so complicated that, it, that you can't do it, right? right. It's, it's easy, you can do it if you, if you so choose. And that's and, one of the things I tell people when they're creating their altar. Oftentimes people think, oh, I need to have this huge altar and I need to create this, you know, set aside this huge space. Yeah, you can, but you don't have to. Your altar can be small. I have a client who basically is houseless, as we say, um, as she tells me, I'm houseless right now. And so she is staying with relatives by choice. And so she has her altar in a, in a um, box and she just takes that altar with her from place to place and she sets it up right there in the box. And in that box is a candle, a photograph, and she has a, a cup that she keeps in there that is one, from one of her ancestors. She fills that with water, puts it all there, and that is her way of honoring her ancestors. Mm -hmm. And your ancestral altar can include you know, photos of all your family members. It can include, like we said, the book. It can include jewelry. It can include anything that may have passed down. I have a cup from my great, great grandfather's um, catering collection that I keep on my altar. I have a, a vase that my grandmother handmade and painted for me on my altar. And I have a doily that was my grandmother's that's on my altar. So there are different things that you can include on your altar to honor your ancestors and be creative. There's no, the only set rule is you don't want to put living family members on the altar that you're using to honor the dead, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's about the only thing. But other than that, be creative, put anything you want on your altar. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be difficult. Like we said, it can be simple. Oh, yeah, very awesome. good. Thank you. So, um, so there are. We always have so much fun talking about the the ancestors and how they they are here to support us. So, when you're calling upon an, an ancestor, whether it's whether it's biological or not, it's because you want support in your life to create the life that you would like. And there's nothing wrong with asking for support. It's not like you're giving them away, giving away your power to them. You're just asking them to support you like you would a friend or family member, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're not give. We're definitely not giving our power away. We still have the right to choose. We have the right to decide what we want to do. We have the right to determine how we want to use the information and support. And we basically are just asking, like you said, can you give me some guidance? Can you open up doors that are, that feel very closed right now? Can you really open me up to receiving more divine wisdom? Can you help me connect with my soul, with my purpose, with what direction I need to go in? You can ask the ancestors for anything that you need support with, and then take that information and then utilize it in the way that you feel is best for where you are right now in your life. So you're not forced into it. You're not giving up your power or anything like that. You're definitely, actually it's empowering you even more by inviting them in to support you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, good. So today I know we're talking about 
family secrets, generational wounds, and karmic stories. So what does what does that mean? I mean, I mean, like family secrets. Like what family secrets? Like what if you don't even know if they have what any any family secrets? Like what family secrets? Right? It's like I don't know any family secrets. So what? How do you go about doing that? Because like let's say you don't even know anything, but you just want to help with like. That I have a business, so let's say I want help with my business, and I think somewhere in the, I mean, as far as I know, my family were farmers, and but they could have been, you know, other, they might have had businesses as well. Um, I, I'm not sure, but my, I know on my grandmother's side, it's funny that we were having the show today, because I was thinking about my grandmother and, and her family, and how, um, how wealthy they were compared to my father's side of the family, right? Um, my, I mean, I mean my, my father's father's side. And uh, I was thinking, you know, they have this big, huge property and now they've converted it into like a hotel, you know, cause it's that big. It's like, oh, so it's like, hmm, I should, you know, I haven't, I haven't visited them, but it's like, I should go and visit one time just to say, hey, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm family, right? So they had this, uh, this palace, right? Um, which is now converted to a hotel, but, but, you know, so it's like that palace life royalty, it's a business as well. Right. So they would know, you know, how to run a household, how to run a big palace kind of thing. Right. So it's like, Oh, they might have some information for me, some guidance for me. Absolutely. So you would have, you know, running that palace, like you said, it's like a business. So they were running a business. They, had employees that were working mm -hmm. for the business. They had to come up with creative solutions. They came up with ways to create new things. They came up with ways to stay in power, right? There's different, there's different, um, there's traditions and customs that are there that are probably rich for you to bring into your business. And if you are able to go, I say go, stand on that land, mm -hmm. do your meditation. You are so powerful with that anyway, that I think that they're just gonna start coming in and giving you like this real expansion around yeah. your business. So you can connect with your ancestors that you know of that had those experiences but like you said, there are situations where maybe we don't know that there are family secrets. Well, there are a couple of ways that you, that you can look at it. Let's start with the ones that we do know about. So there are situations where people know that, you know, maybe this person was adopted and there was, you know, everybody is acting like that never happened. Or there was a child that was born out of wedlock at a mm -hmm. time when that was not something that you did and people covered it up. Or maybe there was an abortion that was covered up or an adoption that was covered up. Maybe, you know, I know with one of my clients, she found out after her mother was deceased that her, um, her father that died was not her father, right? Mm -hmm. So she didn't know that before then. And he had passed away as well. Mom is now gone. She found out that this man that she grew up with, she thought all the time that this was her father. So it left her with a lot of grief in that experience. And there, so there are family stories that are oftentimes hush, hush, covered up. There are even, I, I know one of my clients, found out that she had an uncle who married his um, cousin. 
she had another one that she found out about that married his wife's sister after you know divorcing his wife but she was involved with both so infidelity plays a part of there so there are all these little secrets that sometimes are in families that we don't talk about but we know that those secrets exist yeah so those are the ones that we're aware of now the hidden ones come sometimes are a little more tricky so we have to look at what are some of the common experiences that are happening in the family if there is a large number of divorces in the family then we can pretty much say that there are some stories around betrayal, abandonment, um, grief mm -hmm. that are definitely going there. There may be some around abuse because that may have been the reason. Um, there's probably some anger that is coming up. And those are all stories that are related to relationship issues that can take place. If we take a look at, you know, is there early death in the family, then we know that there's probably some karmic stories around illness that have taken place. Um, do you, if you look at, um, you know, aunts, siblings, what are some of the common things that seem to be going on? Is there a lot of conflict in the family? If there's a lot of conflict in the family, then there's probably a lot of betrayal. One of my clients talked about when she first came to me that, she and her mother had a bad relationship. Her mother and her grandmother had a bad relationship. And now here she was replaying that with her daughters. And that was something that she really was working to see to it that it didn't take place. So we dealt with those karmic stories that created those experiences of conflict in her family. And what we notice is more and more as she and her daughter started spending time together, particularly after her grandchild was born, more and more that conflict started to just kind of die down. And they were finding some common areas and common ways of connecting with one another. In addition to that, her um, what we found is that her um, mother really wanted different for her in their relationship as well. So basically what we are seeing is that we can take a look at some of these experiences that are happening in families generation after generation after generation, and we know what karmic stories are showing up. And even for someone who's been adopted, um, there's probably abandonment, maybe some betrayal, some grief because that parent that may have had to give the child up for adoption may have experienced deep grief as a result of that experience. We know that there's probably those karmic stories that are in the family. So really taking a look at what's happening in your family. What are some of the trends that you're experiencing in your family? And that's how you can determine what karmic stories are there. And in those karmic stories, there's probably some secrets it's not as important to identify the family secrets, but if you already know them, that's great. That's helpful because we can take a look at what the karmic stories are, but really understanding that. And when you partner that with also looking at the cultural stories and the cultural experiences, then it's very easy for us to identify those karmic stories. And because I get this question so often, I've actually started creating a free program that people will be able to go through to be more clear about those family stories and how they're showing up and 
you know, what karmic stories may be impacting them based on what's happening happened in their family lineage. Absolutely. Oh yeah. There's always stories. I mean, uh, you know, my, my, my families are both from two different villages and so in the village, you know, there's lots of stuff that happens <laughs> that, 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 that people don't talk about. Right. Um, yep. So it's just interesting. I, I'm remembering some stories that we just found out about, you know, in the past couple of years and it's like, oh my God, you know, I had no idea. Right. So I was like, okay, interesting. Um, not something I'm proud of, but it's not, it's not my story. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not the right. And, and here's the thing. We sometimes hear these stories and we're not necessarily proud of the stories, but we can also take a deeper look at that story. I mean, not live in it, obviously. We don't want to dwell in it too long, but there's also usually some positive that comes out of that too. And once those ancestors have crossed over, some ancestors still need to be healed. Those wounds are so deep that they need healing. But then yeah, some of sure, those ancestors sure. in their transition have cleared those wounds, right? Those wounds have healed. And now based on those experiences that happened in the village, they're actually able to help you not repeat some of those things that happened in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, we can't truly understand what a person goes through. We can't truly be in their foot, in their footsteps. We try as much as, you know, as much as we try to, we using compassion, we cannot, right? So um, it is about not holding, you know, things against people because it, you know, like, you know, stuff happens, you, you, you deal with stuff as it comes and, you know, we, we all make mistakes, right? So it's, it's like, okay, but it's like, is that something I would do? No, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> that something like this is still going on in India, right? So it's like, oh, okay. So a lot a lot of times too, it is a cultural thing. It is a societal thing, you know, that, that people are doing and they don't know that it, it's wrong per se, or um, it's just the way that it's done, right? And it's like, it is what it is. But we, you know, have a much broader perspective and, and we are more aware. And so we get to choose. But at the same time, knowing that is something that is not pleasant, it's in our history, it's in our DNA, it's in our story, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it needs to be healed and cleared, but sometimes it's just have it just acknowledging that, oh yeah, that that happened, you know, and that was the time or that was the place. It's so it's it's okay. You know, it's not happening anymore. Right. So it's like, okay. Um, but having that awareness that, you know, we as humanity have been through a lot right? Mm -hmm. We, we have experienced a lot. We've done a lot, you know, and not always, not always great, but you know, it is what it is. And, but if that same story is still playing out in your life, like in your current life, then yes, absolutely. Maybe there's some ancestral heal, heal, healing that needs to take place. Right. Right. So we work on those karmic stories and even if that story doesn't appear to be playing out, in your life, that particular story may not be, but the wound that that story created mm -hmm. could still be there. And it may not happen for you. For instance, in my family, abandonment has, is huge. And the reason it is, is not because, you know, when people think of abandonment, they think, oh, people just walked away. Abandonment can come from death. Abandonment can be a withholding of love. It could be a situation where someone was, you know, forced to leave or, uh, you know, got into an accident or was killed and didn't come home. So abandonment can be on many levels. 
in the case of my family, my both of my grandmothers on my mother's side and my father's side, both of those women lost their mothers when they were young children. One of my grandmothers was seven and the other was, I think she was four or five. Oh, wow. Well, then they were put into orphanages and they were treated horribly in those orphanages. So now we have abuse issues, right? <laughs> so we have abandonment. We have karmic stories of abuse. We have some betrayal that went on. Eventually their fathers, because they were single fathers at that point, And at that time, men just didn't raise yeah. kids like that, right? And one of my grandfathers was in the military. So as a single man, they're in the military with kids. You know, they weren't making accommodations for that. Mm -hmm. But when they were able to go get them, they did go and get them out. And so that created a little bit of a different situation. But that abandonment, you know, story was there. And what I noticed is that it showed up in my family for multiple generations but I didn't experience it personally. Both of my parents were in my life. I loved them dearly. They were, they, well, my father is deceased. My mom is still living and absolutely fabulous parents, very supportive, were there for me. I didn't experience um, any form of abandonment, but I experienced some of the residual effects of abandonment. Right. Okay. So and I didn't realize that was what was going on in my life. I didn't realize that I was making choices based on that because I hadn't personally experienced it. But because my grandmother had and my great grandmother had experienced it as well, that's when I knew. Ooh. And I think that was really one of the early times when the ancestors started communicating with me about this idea of healing this wound. And I started working on it for myself. And then I noticed that it was shifting and changing for other members of my family. And it became further proof that, oh, okay, the ancestors, what they're telling me is right. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, oh, this stuff does really work. Oh, wow. Okay. And that was sort of the first okay. phases of the, um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know why that's... Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Technology, right? Doesn't always work the way we want it to. <laughs> I don't know. I guess she's, she's getting a phone call or something by accident. But she'll be back. I mean, she's still here, as you can see. But so I'll just keep talking because, you know, we don't like dead air, right? So how's everybody doing? What What is coming up for you right now as we're speaking? What stories are coming up for you? What sorts of ancestral wounds are coming up for you as we're speaking? Because, you know, we get triggered, right? And as we're, as we're just having this conversation, stuff is coming up. So what's coming up for you? Absolutely. Forgiveness is huge. We, we do need to forgive the past, the present as well, ourselves, et cetera, right? Um, so we'll I'm see. sorry about that. I don't know where that came from. In all honesty, I still don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you know, technology. What can I didn't have any that? music on. Everything was off. Okay. Anyway, it mysteriously went off. So I wonder who okay, the ancestors, what are you trying to tell exactly, me? Exactly, <laughs> right? Who wants to come forward and share a message? Like, what are they trying to say? <laughs> 
add more music to your life. <laughs> mm. Exactly. And just, you know what, go with the flow, just trust and it's okay. It's like, maybe we all needed a little breather, right? Maybe we all needed a little, you know, got a little intense. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. All right. So I, I forget uh, where we were. <laughs> we were, I was just kind of sharing how, how these stories can um, impact us in ways that we're just not aware of. <laughs> and that's why even if you're not experiencing it, but you're having some kind of a, you know, it's kind of a side effect of it, then there's probably a story somewhere in your lineage that we can clear. And those stories are usually very easy and quick to clear. It's the ones where we're really reliving that story time and time again, that it takes a little bit more effort to clear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's something, you know, you know, go, you know, having a session with you, talking with you, calling on the ancestors to come, come forward, you know, will we'll definitely can help to resolve it. Um, do you want to take some questions? We have some questions sure. in the chat. We have some hands raised. So we're going to go to Janine. What was the song Sherry's asking? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, hey, hey Janine. Hi. Um, I just want to get to the point of asking about my what because all areas in my life is quite interestingly blocked. I seem to be the only spiritual person. I had a twin sister that died um, just after just before our 21st. And uh, I seem to be the only one in the family that seems to be spiritual on both sides. And um, I don't know, am I carrying a load for the whole ancestral lineage? Is there an ancestral person that I can work with the strongest to help me unlock or, un or move through things? Hmm. In your family lineage, there were a number of women who were healers. I mean, very powerful, inspiring women who really were able to sort of like do healing from the background. So they weren't able to actually practice their healing gifts openly, but they were able to kind of do it, you know, sort of in the background. You have a women's circle on your mother's mother's side, three women who can support you and help you and help you to create some of the things that you wanna create in your life. So here's one of the things that you can do. Write a letter to them about what it is that you would like to experience in your life. Not focusing on what you're not experiencing or what you don't want or all of that. What is it that you want to experience in your life? Write a letter to these divine three. Give them a name, call them whatever you, know, you want to call them and then invite them to support you. Invite them to come in and to help you. You can even you know, add something on your altar that represents the number three. And you can write this letter to them and place it on your altar and just allow information to begin to show up for you to change and transform whatever situation that you wrote them a letter about. And just you know, really do start with one thing, you know, or, or maybe even, they're saying three. Start with three things that you'd like to experience that you're not experiencing now. And 
place those on your altar and then just become really aware of messages that flow in and they'll start to work with you and help you. And there are some, some ancestral wounds that you could work on to clear that would enhance that connection with them and would also create a more rapid shift for you. But for you now, that is that would be one way to start. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. That's great, Janine. <laughs> start writing. Whoa. What do you want to create? What do you want to experience? Not what you don't, but what you want, okay? Yeah, awesome. Good, thank you. Good. And so um, just really quickly for the rest of us, we can also do the same thing and we can just call on one of our one of our ancestors that we want to work with, right? And do the exact yes. same, same sort of thing. Yeah. Anything that I'm sharing with one person, you can embrace that and actually create that for yourself. And so this is that's what I love about I, I do these wisdom circles where I connect with the ancestors for everyone in the wisdom circle. And that is a collection of wisdom that all of us can take and experience. So anything that comes through, any spiritual practice, any ritual, anything that these ancestors are sharing, you can apply it to your life as well for anything that you're dealing with. So in this particular case, we talked about the three ancestors. Just select one of your ancestors, and it could be one that you know or one that you don't know. It doesn't have to be an ancestor that you know. It could be, you know what, I'm just going to intuitively say I want to work with my grandmother from four generations back. Please come through and support me, right? And if that grandmother is healed enough to do it, that grandmother can come through. If she's not, then usually another ancestor will kind of step in and start to help and support you. So awesome. yeah, exactly. Good. Thank you. Um, so Angela wrote in the chat, talking about family secrets, my father refused to tell us about his father, name and origin. We are currently battling a court case that has gotten ugly with a stepbrother. It continues next week. My dad, brother, and two uncles all passed this last year. Family unit is broken. What advice or what guidance can you give? Mm. Those family secrets. Um, and just so you know, I have a similar one. My father's my father did not find out who his father was until he was 65 years old. Oh, wow. Yes, my grandmother would not tell him. So her brother told my father, my great uncle told my dad who his father was. I um, mean, that's a whole nother story, but that created some abandonment issue as well. Um, so in your family. Well, suddenly when I close my eyes, your ancestors are showing me like, this beautiful light that has like this violet light around it. It's like a white light with violet light around it, which is usually like a healing light. Um, so that means that some of this healing is already taking place just by you expressing the experiences that your family is going through. Um, your ancestors are actually identifying you as the family healer. And before you get you know, too intense, what that means is that doesn't mean that you go out and heal your family and have to do all this work. What it means is as you begin to clear these karmic wounds um, and stories, then that actually has a greater impact on your family. Now that happens for all of us, I mean, no matter who we are, if we clear a story, then it impacts 
future, current and future generations, when you're called to be the family healer, you have the support behind you of all of the will ancestors who are pouring in and helping you immediately clear that. And for those who are not necessarily called to be the family healer, we invite those ancestors to be a part of that healing experience. For you, they're already there. They're ready, they wanna support you. And the way that you can start to go about helping to change what's happening is you too can do the same thing with the letter. Write about what you want your family to experience and ask the ancestors, the well, healthy, healed, loving, kind ancestors to create more of that in your family, to create more kindness, more joy, more support in your family. And you'll start to notice that some of the anger starts to just dissolve a little bit as you're doing that because you have the power of those ancestors helping you do that work. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Destiny, you want to unmute yourself? Hey, Alara. Hey, Destiny. Monique. Hi, Destiny. Wow, I am going through some intense um, uh, ancestral stuff right now. And um, I'm wondering if there's anything that I, I can do to make things a little easier. I'm dealing with, it seems a lot of black magic and just some really dark stuff. So if there's any ancestors that are ready to support me, I'm, I'm willing for some help. <laughs> okay, let's take a look. So before I do that, let me just ask those ancestors that can support you with releasing any energy that is not in alignment with your joy, your peace, and your soul's purpose. Dissolve, dissipate, disappear now faith so be it okay you may have even noticed a lightness that came as a result of that so the ancestor that's coming through for you is on your father's father's side five generations like your grandparents from that generation are both wrapping you with like this really, um, this beautiful white light. And they are encouraging you to surround yourself daily by just saying, I'm surrounded by this white light. So here's what you can do. Visualize a ball in, your, in front of you Visualize your hands with a white light around it. Surround that ball with white light. Just completely surround it with white light. And then pretend like there's a little door on the back of the ball and place yourself in there. Smooth the door closed with the white light. Then visualize a violet light um, all surrounding your hand. Cover that ball again with the violet light. And then ask the ancestors, your well, healthy, healed ancestors, those ancestors of divine protection, your spirit guides that are here to protect you, your gatekeepers that are here to keep out all negative 
spirits and elementals. Ask that this protection of light be in place for 24 hours, really releasing anything that may be coming in and releasing anything that needs to go out through that door, okay? And just practice that on a daily basis to help you with whatever may not be in alignment with your joy, your peace, in alignment with your soul's purpose, in alignment with what you're called to do here. Just create that space for yourself and know that you have these two grandparents. You know how grandparents just kind of, they, a lot of grandparents anyway, I'm not gonna say all, but a lot of grandparents just love unconditionally on their grandchildren. Well, that's exactly what these grandparents are doing with you. They're loving on you unconditionally so you can invite them to continue the process of loving on you unconditionally and helping you to release those um, experiences that you're having. And then also taking a look at some of the karmic stories and spending some time to kind of identify what karmic stories you're dealing with right now. Yeah. Oh, thank you for that. You're so, welcome. so make sure destiny and every, anybody else make sure you go back and watch or listen to this piece again so you can implement that in your life every day okay daily yes yeah thank you so much alara thank you awesome. dr monique you're welcome awesome. thank you good so that's a great practice i love that dr monique thank you for sharing that with us because that's um that's very empowering and it's you know it's very, it's very helpful for all of us to maintain our energy field and you know yes. maintain what is coming in and you know focusing on joy focusing on peace focusing on a soul purpose instead of other stuff that may be in the way yes awesome thank you uh michelle c michelle c said i had a past life regression yesterday and betrayal came up <laughs> i'd like to explore that further <laughs> Okay. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because it's like, yeah, you, you know, we never know what's going to come up in a past life regression, but it's interesting that 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 came up, and it's it is you know something that is uh, very common. Betrayal is very common in, uh, in in our past. Sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. You want to unmute yourself? Yes. Hi, Alara. Hi, Doctor Monique. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Hi. So yes, I'm currently in a relationship with what I think is my twin flame and it's been horrid. <laughs> and uh, we had a fallen out over the weekend and there was a slight tinge of betrayal in that. And so when I heard that yesterday in the past life regression, it kind of rung a little bell. So I'm just wondering what the ancestors have to say or even if they have a different message for me, that's fine. Okay, so where did your family members originate from? My family, I don't know about my uh, biological dad. My mom is from Honduras, and uh, that's where her parents are from. So that's really all I know. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's some powerful energy coming out of Honduras. So yeah, you, you definitely have some powerful ancestors in there. The reason why I ask is that I was sort of getting a kind of a Caribbean, um, mm -hmm. kind of a Caribbean feel um, along with some ancestral medicine workers, um, healers that often use their healing gifts for the positive, 
but then also sometimes didn't quite use those gifts to uplift folk, right? And so, um, and so there's some betrayal energy that's sort of surfacing from that group that is wanting to be healed by you. You can heal that. And so basically beginning to kind of, kind of work on that healing. Betrayal is uh, probably, betrayal and abandonment, depending on when I take a survey, those two are always at the top. One, right now, betrayal is sort of leading abandonment, but last year, abandonment was like the top karmic story that people wanted to work with, but betrayal now is, and betrayal is absolutely big, and it can show up in many, many ways. It doesn't just show up with us betraying someone else or being betrayed, it can be us betraying ourselves, right? It can be us not standing in our power, not making the right choices for ourselves, falling you know, into patterns that don't really support us in expressing our purpose and living the life we, the way we wanna live. And so the betrayal is one that is extremely, I mean, all of these are important to clear, but betrayal is important because it has an intense personal impact almost all the time. Yep. And so it's absolutely important. Yeah, absolutely important to clear. And it is one of the relationship stories. It is one that impacts relationships significantly. So it's not surprising that you're experiencing that. What is happening is, when you are experiencing a conflict within any relationship that you're in, when you're experiencing a conflict, you have these ancestors that are rising up. And you have these powerful ancestors who use their work for good. And then you have these others that didn't that are rising up as well. So for you, what can be really helpful is when you are in a situation where you're feeling like honesty is, you know, there's some challenges with honest, honesty, there's some betrayal that may be going on. What you want to do is ask those ancestors who are involved in betrayal to sit down, take a back seat, sit down and relax. Ask those ancestors who use their gifts for positive good in the world ask those ancestors to basically heal the ancestors that didn't. Ask the ancestors to forgive themselves and forgive each other for the times when they betrayed one another. And then call upon those heal well ancestors to help you when you're feeling like there is some betrayal. And here's another thing that you can do, and this is something that we can all do. And I do this sometimes when I'm not quite sure if something is happening. I call upon the ancestors to help me to see what is unseen. Help me see what is unseen. And they will reveal information to me that I need to help me fill in the gaps where maybe I'm not getting the full story. And you can ask for that too, because sometimes we think we're being betrayed, but we're not necessarily being betrayed. We don't have the full story. And that could be because either the person's not giving the full story or we're unable to hear the full story or we're not hearing what we need to hear or what we wanna hear. And so therefore we're not able to take in the full story. Ask your ancestors for support in that area as well. 
but you have those, those are some really powerful ancestors and those that dealt in kind of the negative way of using their powers, we need to work with them and, and do some healing with them. And once we do, then you can invite them in to be a part of this huge collective that will work on behalf of any relationship you're in, helping to have um, more peace and more joy and more pleasure. And then of course, you know, twin flame relationships can be extremely powerful and loving and absolutely wonderful. And they can also challenge us right? They challenge us at the core. They challenge us to really fully step into our soul's purpose and the gifts that we have. And so, yeah, they're beautiful, but they can definitely be challenging. Thank you so much, Dr. Monique. This was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. All right. We're going to go to... One second. Um, Jillian, <clears throat> what was going on? My voice. Jillian says my father is currently not speaking to me because of my choices slash beliefs. Any advice for me? Okay. So your great grandfather. <laughs> so the advice from your great grandfather is do you. Right. <laughs> and what he's saying to me is, you do you, I'll do what I do. So start to be clear about the kind of relationship you want to have with your father. And be willing as that relationship shifts and you start to notice that things are not as challenging ask yourself, am I ready to let go of what has happened in the past? Because this ancestor is saying that your father's making choices out of fear. So there's some fear karmic story that's coming up. You are holding on a little bit to the past, which is normal. You're holding on to the past experiences that you've had with him and with others that are actually fueling some of the tension that you're experiencing with your father. Now, this is unconsciously. It's not like you're consciously going, OK, I'm going to hold on to this, you know, this story. This is something that's unconsciously happening. Now, within your family lineage, this is something that has happened before. Um, and that grandfather is one that has been able to help in those situations as well. So that grandfather is one that you want to call forward. Let me just ask him what he likes the color green, bourbon. So you can actually get a little bottle of bourbon on your altar, bourbon. And he said that he, he likes flowers. And he said, wasn't able to have flowers because men didn't have flowers, but he likes flowers. So there you go. You can put those three things on your altar, ask him to intervene. 
talk to him before you get ready to have any kind of conversation. If you if you're having conversations with your father, if you're in situations where you have to be around your dad, ask this ancestor to take that journey with you, to be there with you, to help you both maintain some level of peace while you are interacting with one another. Let's invite them in. They want, these ancestors want to help us create lives that are easier than what they experienced. And they know that some of what we're experiencing was created by them. So they want to help us heal it and to release it. And that's why it's so important for us to release this because we don't want the next generation to experience the same things that we're experiencing. We want them to have a different experience. So that's what your, um, that grandfather is sharing with you today. Awesome. Thank you. Wow. Good. Um, Iwana is asking, how can I find my parents' wishes now that they passed regarding the apartment and house they left for my sister and I? Do they want me to give it all to my sister? Hmm. So I'm not necessarily getting um, a specific about that. What they want for you is to do what brings you peace, to keep love as the center focus of the choices and the decisions that you make. And know that when you are making those decisions from a place of love and fairness, that they will help to make that situation easier and more peaceful for both of you. And that's, that's really the message that they're sending. Now, um, you have this great, 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 great-grandmother on your mother's father's side who is saying um, there is something that you are wanting to create in your life. So this doesn't have anything to do with that situation. There's something that you're wanting to create in your life. And she's wanting me to let you know that now's the time and she can help you. So whatever that is, it may be a move. It could be you're making, want to make a career decision. It could be that, I don't, it could even be buying a house, relocating, buying a new car. It's something new that you are wanting to experience. And she's saying that you've been kind of wondering if it's time. And she's saying, now's the time. Now's the time. So to start looking at taking some steps there. Could even be around the house situation. No, she's not associating with that at all. Yeah. Awesome. Good, mm -hmm. thank you. All right, so um, we still have more questions and people with their hands raised, but I want to take a few minutes and talk about the package. <laughs> so the package that Dr. Monique has for us this time around is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique 11. I'm going to try and put the link in the chat. Let's see if it works. Yes, awesome. 
Um, and so this package is a private session with Dr. Monique. So you want to talk about what that looks like and what people can expect and who who is this private session really for? The private session, that's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so the private session is for anyone who is really wanting to release once and for all these karmic, a karmic story, like the number one karmic story that you're experiencing, like many people have talked about betrayal and um, there's some abandonment that has come up, anger, abuse. We focus in on the number one karmic story that is impacting your life right now. This is a personal one-on-one -on -one private session with me, which I don't do many of these. So I'm offering this specially for um, a large community. And this is an opportunity for us to work one-on-one. -on -one. And what I do is I connect with your ancestors to help you identify what is that leading karmic story that needs to be healed right now in order to really help you start this process of having more or doing more or having greater abundance, having deeper and more um, loving relationships, connecting with your purpose more, maybe even living your, your legacy. We focus in on that one story. And then what we do is we go about clearing that story. And then we look at who are the ancestors that are closely aligned with what you want to create in your life? What is it that you want to do? We identify those ancestors that are closely aligned with what you want to create. And we work with them. And I give you information about how to connect with them, who they are, and what things they want you to include on your altar. Then the ancestors will always give you spiritual practice, a spiritual practice or more that will help you have a deeper connection with them, continue to release this story, and also just clear the path for you to be more uh, in the direction of the things that you want to experience in your life and releasing all of those stories behind you. So this is a one session with me privately where we will take a deep dive. Today, what I did is I just introduced you to the ancestor that wants to help you most. But in this session, we're looking at who are those really wounded ancestors and let's clear those stories and then invite them after clearing them to be um, a part of your team, helping you to experience life the way you want to experience. And then those ancestors that are already the healed ancestors, we claim those blessings and we invite those blessings into your life. Then you have an opportunity from there to get some support and guidance from them on what are the next steps for you. And the reason why I created this whole process is because I would go and have, you know, years, what, 30, 40 years ago, I'd have these readings and I'd get a reading and then I'd walk away and go, okay, now what do I do with this information? And I don't want you to walk away feeling like, okay, now what do I do with this? And that's why I created this session where we take a deep dive into that karmic story. And the reason why we only select one is because we're really taking a deep cleaning there. We take a deep dive into that one story and then we are able to look at 
the resources and the information and how to next apply that in your life so that you can use it as you move forward in your life. And so that is, that's one session with me. We do that work. I give you some information ahead of time so that you can start to think about what it is that you are wanting, what you want to clear. And then we go in and we do this work together. And I just want you to know, a lot of times people say to me, I'm scared, you know, when I first, when they first call me, there's no need for fear. We're not bringing up, we're not predicting the future. I'm not going to tell you if you're going to win the lottery or that somebody in your family is going to be ill. What we're looking at is just how to clear these stories so that we can bring more positive and joy into your life. And so we spend a little bit of time kind of in that story. And then we are ready to just dump that story once and for all and experience this beautiful, beautiful energy that these ancestors have for you. So that is my offer. And I look forward to working with you. Awesome. So Jill is asking, how long is the session? The session is 45 minutes to an hour. Um, sometimes the ancestors will ask me to do a little bit of a healing. And if that's the case, then sometimes the session will go longer. So I usually ask people to set aside 90 minutes, 45 minutes for the session and 45 minutes for you to be outside of the session to kind of really take in any of the healing work and that kind of thing that we did. Um, sometimes they'll encourage me to send healing to you after we've finished the session. So I'll do that as well. So the session with me one-on-one -on -one is, is at least 45 minutes. And then you'll have the additional 45 minutes that you may be integrating the energy from the ancestors. Awesome. And is it recorded so that they can re-listen to it? It is recorded so that you will have full access to it. You can download it keep it. And I do that because when I, I have, um, let's tell you how far back this goes. When I was getting my readings, she was putting them on cassette tape. I remember those times too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of you may not even know what a cassette is, right? She was putting them on cassette tape and putting them in the mail. I have one cassette tape recorder or player that I kept so I can continue to play those tapes because I haven't taken the time to have them trans transferred over to digital. And so I go back sometimes and will listen and the information that I get now compared to what I got from them a long time ago, is very different. I'm sure. Very, very yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I want you to have a recording of it so that you can go back at any time and listen. Yeah, absolutely. So one of, you know, like some of you remember my, my friend, Jen, Jennifer Clark, she's been on the show a couple of times, but she, <laughs> back in the day, long time ago, she used to record them on cassette. So I have, I have one still somewhere in Canada. It's not here. I didn't bring it with me here, but it's in Canada on cassette. It's like, wow, that was a while ago. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, it had right, to be so, sent through the mail, and so it took you a while to get it. Yeah, I didn't mind in person, so I should give it to me right away. But it's like, oh okay, my God. it was like a while ago. Um, okay, so Jill, you want to unmute yourself? You have a question for Dr. Monique? Yes. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Jill. This has been so fascinating. I've been like taking notes. It's it's really great. Um, 
So I'd, I'd love to know whatever you think, you know, whatever comes to you about whatever ancestor can ha- help me with moving on in my love life. Okay. Hmm. So you have one answer. So they just wanted me to ask you the question. Are you really ready to move on? Definitely. Okay. I mean, you know, obviously there must be something in the way if that question came up, (laughs) but the answer, you know, my conscious self, 100% definitely. Um, I sensed a hesitation. Energetically, I sensed a hesitation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where that hesitation could possibly be coming from, and I want you to think about that, you know, after we finish, um, one of the, where it could be coming from is, Take a look at whether or not you're holding on to some anger. Oh, definitely. Um, Okay. So that could be where the energy connection is still taking place. Because basically, if you're holding on to anger, you have a cord of attachment that is running from your solar plex, solar plexus to that person's solar plexus. And what is happening is that energy is great energy and it keeps running back and forth. So we're going to do something right now. Visualize your hand with a violet light all the way around it. Just a violet light. Just picture that all the way around it. And I want you to just slice it down by just go slice, release and disconnect. And and you can do this later by having a bowl of salt water. But right now we're going to just visualize you throwing it into the ocean. So dissolve and disconnect, toss it in the ocean, disintegrate, disintegrate. So I'm actually seeing the purple around my hand and then taking the gray and throwing it in the ocean. Yes, you can take the gray and that cord. So you're cutting that cord and you're throwing the whole cord in the ocean. That doesn't mean you're harming that person. That doesn't mean any of that. What it means is you're cutting whatever that energy is that wasn't positive energy you're clearing that out and releasing it so let's do that again visualize the purple around your hand you can do this everybody can do this for whatever you need to cut it could be a person could be an experience a situation whatever it is just cut it again disintegrate release dissolve toss it in the ocean disintegrate disintegrate Now, what I want you to do is I want you to bring to mind one experience that you feel that is still really bothering you. You don't need to tell me what it is. Just bring it to mind. It's there. Focus on your solar plex area, solar plexus. Okay. Visualize white light around in that area. Once again, cover your hand in a violet colored light. Cut that cord, release it, cut it, dissolve and disintegrate, toss it in the ocean. So I would love to say that um, in my shower, I have hanging a list of things that I do daily. And one of them is cutting cords. Um, I, I just, kind of cut all cords in general and I and I see like a whole but it just comes back immediately 
I know everybody probably has heard like they grow back, but it's, it's like instantaneous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So here's the, the difference. Now we're inviting the energy of those ancestors to help with the releasing of that cord. When you release the cord this time, it wasn't just about you releasing the cord with that person. You're releasing the karmic stories that are related to that experience. So that's the way as we're cutting it, that's what you're doing is you're releasing those stories. And I was sending kind of that energy to help you have a deeper release. What you want to do is identify the karmic story. So the relationship karmic, karmic stories are betrayal, abuse, abandonment, and did I say betrayal? Abandonment. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. So as you are focused on doing the cutting of the cord, instead of now focusing on him or her, what you can do is focus on, okay, I'm carrying those stories here because that's where they're sending me in terms of where you're carrying it. I'm carrying those stories here. And you have um, ancestor on your mother's mother's side um, six generations back who was a healer in the one in the community that people who were having relationship issues, women specifically would come to her to heal their relationships. So she's telling me that she's working with you to release these cords and these stories. So invite her in, focus on that area. Um, Yeah, invite her in, focus on that area, focus on the stories that you feel are creating some of the challenges that you're still experiencing, then do that cut the cord with the violet light, or even if you want to use the process that you're using, no, doesn't I like matter. How long <laughs> I always like yeah. something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then cut the cord. And what I would encourage you to do is get a bowl of sea salt and water and start putting that cord and putting that energy in that water. Now you're doing this for yourself. And so it takes a little bit longer when we do it for ourselves. So what you wanna do is you wanna practice that at least they're telling me twice a day. So once in the morning, once in the evening. Now that water, and it doesn't have to be a huge bowl, it can be a small bowl. And what you wanna do with that water is you wanna pour it down the toilet, not down the sink, right? Cause we want that energy to go on out to the sewage where it belongs, right? So you wanna do that, cut that cord, put it in the, in the toilet, and then ask this ancestor, this healing, loving woman that's in your family lineage, ask her, what do I need to know in order for me to move forward? And then just kind of see if anything comes right there in that moment, write it down. If it doesn't, then just kind of be um, conscious throughout your day, be present throughout your day and see what happens. And sometimes that ancestor will come through at night, Thank right? You. Come through while you're sleeping and you're inviting her to support you and to help you. And so that would be um, a process that could get you started. But we definitely would want to, you know, when you're ready to do a deeper clearing of, the um, story that's keeping you energetically connected to that situation. Yes. 
So I want to tell you a couple things. First of all, I felt the extra energy you gave me because I don't know if you can see I'm a little teary. <laughs> you know, I could I could feel it. Um, I could feel it. So thank you. Um, I I appreciate and and felt the energy and power. And um, I have another question, which is kind of interesting. Maybe you talked about it. I got on late. But, um, you know, I've done like my family lineage, like my mother did. So I think it's probably interesting if I can even call her in by name, you know? Yeah. So it's, it, it's really um, fantastic the way it's on, really honoring your, your, your lineage at the same time that it's all helping you to heal. So it's like, it's actually like, a really beautiful process and idea. And I'm very excited and I'm going to get, I'm going to get a session with you. So now one more last question. Yeah. So should I do this for a few days and you know, or a week and then make a session with you or just do it with you as quick as possible? You could go either way. Okay. You know, you could, because we're going to do some deep cleansing, but this is something that you could actually put into practice for any situation. It could be you know, somebody at the grocery store spoke to you crossly, that creates connection. You can still cut those cords, right? So you can keep that in practice for as long as you want. We can still go in and do that deeper work. So either okay. way, and they may even, you know, they shared that with me to share with you. They'll share something else more than likely that you can do to help take an even deeper cleanse. Yeah. So however, whatever feels intuitively right for you is going to be the right thing to do. Thank you. I'm so appreciative. Thank you both. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. And just so you know, like when, if you, if you happen to purchase in the next 24 hours, you get a 10% gift from me for purchasing within 24 hours. But then if you decide, you know, like, yes, I'm going to, I'm going to get it within 24 hours. But then when you go to book the session in the calendar, you don't have to book it this week. You can book it for next week or the week after, you know, kind of thing. So if you wanted that time, you could still have that time if you didn't want to rush into making the appointment, getting the appointment. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, so you can still get the 10% bonus if you want. <laughs> That's all yeah, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And just go on the calendar and pick when you want to do it. And don't worry about, you know, as long as you've made the purchase, you're good to select an appointment. Not a problem. Yeah. Awesome. Good. And can I share this too? Mm -hmm. Laura, remember I sent you a message about um, offering something a little special? <laughs> yeah. Share yeah. That? yeah, go okay. ahead. So Alara is offering the 10%, which is absolutely wonderful and generous. And we had a little bit of a chat and I'm going to throw something in on top of that. If you um, sign up within the next 24 hours and Alara will let me know who has, then I will send you a personal private invitation to join me in what we call the Ancestor Wisdom Circle, where we you'll have another opportunity to ask one question and receive some guidance and information from your ancestor. Everyone on the call will have an opportunity to do that. So sometimes those calls go a little bit long, but if you're there, you will feel the energy. I do healings in that session. Um, there's so much transformation and um, spiritual energy that flows in that session that you'll find that 
it'll lift another layer of a karmic story that you may want to clear. So it doesn't, you don't even have to ask the question about the same karmic story. You can choose a different one. So 24 hours, we get that. Yes. (laughs) Yay. Awesome. Great. Thank you. So Michelle, yes. So Michelle already uh, typed in the chat that she already made her purchase. So yes, I will. I will let Dr. Monique know in writing as well, <laughs> so she can Wonderful. include. Wonderful. Thank you, Michelle. I look forward to working with you. Um, okay. So there was a few more quick questions in the chat. Let me just see if I can. Um, Linda L. Now Linda L. <laughs> I don't know if it's Linda Lacus or a different Linda L. Um, she's asking, just wondering which of my ancestors come forward and any messages they may have to pass along. You know, I don't like these types of questions. I like it better when you have a specific question, like yeah. in what area? Is it about your love life? Is it about finances? Is it about betrayal? Is it like, what is it about? You know, cause you know, I don't like those types of things. Cause this is, you know, I, I want this to be transformational and helpful for you. Right. So, but, um, but, um, but but go ahead, Dr. Monique, if you get anything for Linda L. Hey, Linda L., if you could do us a favor and just be a little more specific, it would be a lot easier because what will, how do uh, I bring my soulmate? My, there you go, Linda. There you okay. go. <laughs> so it's not Linda Lacus. Okay, so it's Linda L. <laughs> okay, Miss Linda L. Um, now I'm curious about the L, right? Um, okay, let's take a look. Soulmate. Hmm. I am sensing that in your family lineage, there's some abandonment energy that is unconsciously surfacing when you are engaged in relationships. You have actually met a number of soulmates along your lifetime. Now, I know you're talking more romantic soulmate, but there have been a number, but there have been some challenges around that real connection because of this abandonment energy. So you have the ability to attract. You're doing well with the attraction piece. We need to clear that abandonment piece because that abandonment energy, what happens is it unconsciously pushes people away. It, um, you, it, it, what it does oftentimes is it causes people to begin to see that relationship as not one that will be good for them, but one that would be good for someone else. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but that's what they, that's what comes up. Um, but there's some abandonment energy. So let's check in with, there is a young male. This is a male, I'm not necessarily getting the side of the family just yet. This was a young man who went off to war and uh, never came home. And this ancestor has had some anger around the fact that he didn't feel like people mourned him as much as they should. And so that's where sort of the abandonment energy originated. So let me just share a little bit of energy with him. 
Okay. So what we want to do is we definitely want to clear the story that he experienced, but we also need to work with those family members that were impacted as a result of his disappearance or his not coming home. Now, on the other side of that, the daughter of this man was a healer. And so she is saying to you, 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 one of the things that would be really good for you right now is to really just kind of step back and gain more clarity about your soulmate. Now, not your soulmate specifically, but the kind of relationship you want to be in. And I, and I share with people the difference there. The description of the soulmate is a resume. The description of the relationship is the job description. So you want to describe the relationship as if it's happening, right? And share it with her and let her help you make that connection. Let her help you make that connection, but be aware that the abandonment energy sometimes can show up. So you may wanna ask her for some help with that as well. So you may be conscious of it, but you may be unconscious of that abandonment energy as well. Either way, you definitely wanna work on that. But what I'm sensing is that you're, in a, you're almost in alignment for this person to come in. We're just doing a little more work with creating what it is. So there you go. That's a start. Awesome. Thank you. And I love what you just said, Dan. You're almost in alignment with this person coming in. So it's like so close. So just, you know, just a little bit of work left to do. And there's always a little bit of work left to do. And sometimes the work comes after the fact as well. But yeah, you know, it's like, you know, relationships can be a lot of fun. <laughs> they can be yes. challenging at times, you know, yes. but, um, but they can definitely be a blessing. So make sure you ask that the relationship be a blessing to you, you know? Yes. I remember when I was asking for my relationship, I, I, I had kind of like a resume kind of thing, but the energy of it was about how I wanted the relationship to be, not the actual person. Right. Yes. Um, yes. And so we, we don't care who comes in and fulfills, you know, yeah, who fills yeah. that position. I mean, we care, but I mean, as long as they're helping to create that experience. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was more like, you know, I want a kind person, caring, loving, respectful, you know, who, who respects me and my children, loves me and my children, that kind of thing, you know, where I'm having fun and laughing and joyful, you know, is that energy. And Yes, all that, all that came true. <laughs> and he called yes. and, and once again, you were describing the experience that you wanted to have, yeah. Yeah. Um, where sometimes some people get caught in the description of that person, he, you know, he or she has to be around the corner, or they have to be tall, they have to look this way, they have to have this kind of job, drive this kind of car, mm -hmm. have this kind of, and I'm not saying that that Linda, that's you, I'm not saying that at all. Um, sometimes we get caught in some of those superficial things and I'm, you know, I'm kind of being basic, but sometimes we get caught in, well, he has to do this and he has to do that. And he has to bring me flowers and he has to, <laughs> as opposed yeah. to doing what you were saying, 
you know, come in, have fun, enjoy one another, have a positive relationship with my children. Yeah. That's the kind of relationship that you wanted to have. And that's the kind of description that we're looking for here. Exactly. And for me, all the, all, all the stuff came true. So it's like, it was amazing when it went, because like I had written it down and I put it away somewhere and then I found it a few years later and it's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, Robert, go Robert. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. So, you know, yes. And so that's one of the things, um, you know, ask for sure, for sure ask. You know, be clear about what kind, what experience you want. You know, how you would like your life to be, how you would like your relationship to be, whatever. Ask, ask for that. But be a little, be open as well, right? But you know, my, my my main two things were that he has to love me and my children. You know, and those are. I mean, and for you, those would have been <laughs> deal breakers, right? Oh yeah, for sure. If yeah, you didn't have, and it is okay for us to know what are you know, one of the ways you can really begin to write the experience is to identify what your deal breakers would be. Yeah. You know, identify what your deal breakers with me would be, and then write the story with the absence of those deal makers, right? Mm -hmm. Or the opposite of those, of those deal breakers. The deal breaker for you was, you know, having somebody that didn't love your children was a deal breaker. So what you talked about was having this experience of this loving connection between your husband and your children and boom, there it is. So creating those deal breakers and identifying them. I used to say there's, you know, um, about, well, there, I usually have people create eight initially and then narrow it down to about three or four that are your top deal breakers. And one thing about that is it's also kind of good because what sometimes we're wanting relationships so much that we miss those deal breaking red flags. Right? <laughs> but if you know yeah. what they are, then yeah. you can immediately say, yeah, no, I think I better keep moving. And that's, you know, what's funny. It's like, I remember one, one of the deal breakers that I thought I had was like, Oh, I don't want anybody who smokes. It's like, no, 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 no. no. But you know, when I'm, I, I met my husband via Google Hangouts, right? So I didn't meet him personally until like months after I'd already fallen in love with him, right? And and yes, he did smoke at the time. He doesn't now, but he did smoke at the time, but it never bothered me. It's like, it never bothered, I never smelled it. It never bothered me at all. But I, mm -hmm. I remember saying before that, before I'd met him that, yeah, I didn't want anybody who smokes. You know, I was like, no, but he did. And it never never bothered me anyways it's just interesting how that happened yeah yeah, so, yeah. and and yeah. it sounds like because there were there were other deal breakers that weren't broken yeah that more than likely spirit the ancestors your guides um basically lifted that smoke away and Absolutely. now he's not smoking how about <laughs> that <laughs> see yeah, he needed you, you. <laughs> he needed you Oh yeah, he's not he's not doing lots of stuff, but you know, it's like, but yeah, anyways, that's another story. Um, all right, any and was there anything else that you wanted to share with us, Dr. Monique? Of course, we still have questions from people in the chat, like we always do. We never get to all the questions when you're here. <laughs> well, I did see this one, um, mm -hmm. since it's on this on on the pattern of relationships. Do we first clear relationship patterns and family before we make the request? It can be very helpful to clear those first, making it a little bit easier and helping to just kind of create 
and make you into that magnet for that relationship that you want to create. Um, it, I mean, obviously there are people who are connected who have not cleared those patterns, but it can make it a little bit easier for you if you're at that point where you're wanting to be in that relationship or a relationship. I mean, yeah, and, and you know, with with relationships, just really quickly, um, you know, when when I started my relationship with with my now husband Robert, before like when we first started, though, all sorts of old stuff came up, you know, for from for myself. So I had to clear all that stuff, you know, along the way. But if I would have waited to clear everything before I, you know, got into the relationship with him, I think I'd be waiting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd be waiting yeah. for a long time. Right. Well, and here's the thing. I don't think you ever clear everything because different yeah. things show yeah. up through our lives. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. what we do is we gain the skills and the resources and the tools to navigate those things. And when they do come up, what happens is we've cleared these family stories. We've cleared these karmic stories. So when these experiences do come up and conflicts will come up, when these experiences do come up, what it does is it, one, gives us, like I said, the skills to navigate through that situation, and it doesn't make it so intense, and oftentimes doesn't make it so personal, because with now you've actually cleared some of those burdens away, and now you're not dealing with those wounds, so it's not like they're re-wounding you they're actually creating, you know, a new experience that you can grow from and now you can heal from. So there is a difference, but I don't want anybody to think that, oh, I've cleared all these family stories and now I won't have any problems in my relationships. No. <laughs> There's no. stuff still comes up, you know, there's still What's stuff up? that comes up, but it'll make it easier yeah. for sure. It does. Um, it makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, it'll be easier for you to move forward anyways, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, somebody asked a question in the chat about the, do you have to enter a code to get the 10% bonus gift? Yes, TACS10. I normally mention it, but I, I realized I didn't mention it today. So when you're on the uh, page, alara.at4 slash show for slash Monique11, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-11, uh, there is a, there's a button, but in, you know, so it says right there, please enter code TACS10. So enter code TACS10. <laughs> to get the 10%. Otherwise, you won't, right? So um, enter the code and it's available for 24 hours. And you will also receive the uh, group session with Dr. Monique as well. And um, that I will let Dr. Monique know and she will let you know when the group session is so you can join her for that. Absolutely. Um, and if you have any issues or problems, just email me just message me, email me, just respond to one of the emails, you know, the, the million emails that you, that you receive. <laughs> just email me, okay? <laughs> I try to limit, but what can I do, right? This is part of being in business. It's like, yeah, I gotta send that email. It, it happens. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. I'm just thinking if there was anything else. So yeah, so so you shared quite a few different processes on uh, on this call, you know, like the one with um, Destiny, the one with Michelle, I think, and no, the one with uh, Jill. I mean, there were so many. So please go back and watch or listen so that you can do those processes for yourself too on a regular basis. It's not just about the cord cutting. 
that you know the the other process with destiny was really important the the, the the writing the letter was really important and i think there was something else like i think there was like four or five so you know just go back and i watch channel them, them from the ancestors and sometimes i forget what they were <laughs> yeah i know right it's like yeah once something is out of my mouth it's like i i don't know what i said you guys you know that's why we record everything you know so it's like otherwise it's gone so please do go back and watch or listen and if you are going to purchase the session with uh, with Dr. Monique, if you can get it within 24 hours, please do so. If not, that's okay too. But even if you get it within the 24 hours, you don't have to book your session right away. You can book it, you know, later in the month if you want. So that's not a problem. All right. Any other last words of wisdom from yourself or the ancestors, Dr. Monique? So just the the last part is connect. Know that you have powerful ancestors. Not all of them are wounded. Many of them are healed and ready to support you. Ask for their support. At, invite the healthy, whole, happy ancestors into your life to support you, guide you, and help you create a clear path to expressing your soul's purpose in the world and, and just really having more joy and peace in your life. You know, experiencing that bliss. The ancestors are ready, and that's what they keep wanting me to share with people. We're ready. We're waiting. We're asking for an invitation. So send that invitation out any way that you feel appropriate. I know some people even have written a card, like a greeting card, and put it on their altar to their ancestors, inviting them. So invite, invite, invite. Absolutely. Invite with from your heart, not necessarily from your head. And ask for help, ask for support, ask for, hey, can you can you assist me with this, whatever this is? And be, you know, a little specific, you know, with the with the problem, with the issue that's going on. Um, but yeah, they're absolutely here. Uh, yes, the recording will be sent out in a little while, for sure. Absolutely. It'll be on uh, the podcast, on the YouTube, it'll be on my replay page. If you're watching, I mean, it's on Facebook as well. So it'll be there as soon as we finish recording. Um, it'll be there as well. Um, I was going to say something, but I forget what it was now. Yeah, so the, the ancestors are here to support us. And they're just like all of our other guides. They're here to support us so that we can have that great life that we desire. And we deserve. And that's the thing. We do deserve to have ease in our lives. We deserve to have peace. We deserve to have love. Whatever, else, whatever else that it is that you desire, yes, you deserve it. And sometimes, you know, our stories get in the way, our stories from the ancestors get, get in the way, but they're here to support us so that we can heal them, clear them, and move forward. Absolutely. Right? Yep, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yes. And just remember that if you are desiring it, there is something in your soul that's calling you forward. And you can connect with the ancestors to be more connected with the messages from your soul too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. And, then, and that's the thing. If you have a desire, it is meant to be fulfilled. It is mm -hmm. meant to be fulfilled, you know, so please. A healthy desire. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we want to yeah. make sure that people don't get confused. We know what we meant, right? I don't want somebody to later on go, well, I had a desire, so I went ahead and did that. No, I am going to just say a healthy desire. Yes, healthy, positive, uplifting, uplifting. empowering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all that wonderful stuff. 
right, everyone. Thank you. And thank you so much, Dr. Monique. We always have so much fun. You always bring so much wisdom and so many different processes and the ancestors come through and they are, you know, they're so wonderful and giving to us and so supportive. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I love being here. I'm sorry. What'd you say? I love it when you come because we always have so much fun, right? Um, yes, we do, including the music that decided to show up from yeah, somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? It was meant to be. All right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh, Roxana just says, uh, thank you very much. Not sure why I was called to join you both. Well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> but thank I do you. believe there was there was some something that drew me here. I did not know what I wanted, so could not speak up. I did learn a lot and I appreciate your help to, to all. Ah, wonderful, nice. Yeah, sometimes thank we don't you. know why, but it doesn't matter why. Right? right? <laughs> Good, thank you. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thank you, thank you. I know I didn't get to all your questions. I apologize, I, but I'm, I don't know why I'm losing my voice, but I am. So it's like, yeah. it's difficult to talk. <laughs> time to rest. Absolutely. So until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.